Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. On today's wrestling news, ECW original New Jack has died. Some new tag team champions were crowned on last night's SmackDown. Got some WWE return rumors. And AEW are in talks to sign a big old star. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth to talk all things wrestling. Um, uh, so yeah, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories and links to each story are in the description below. Click the timestamps and away you go. But first up, we do have to talk about ECW original New Jack, who has died aged 58. Um, real name Jerome Young, obviously. He died of a heart attack last night. Um, it's, when you go into New Jack's career, you've just got to think about the ECW one, really. Um, a huge start in ECW, some of the biggest, loudest pops you will ever likely to come across uh, with him coming out to his natural bone killers music. Um, but throughout his career, he debuted in 1992 in USWA. Um, one of his most notable early ones was with Smoky Mountain Wrestling um, in uh, sort of 94, 95, where he uh, teamed up with Mustafa Saeed and formed the Gangsters, and they were way ahead of their time as an act back then, and they made some racists very, very angry. Um, it was quite incredible stuff. Uh, and then obviously he joins ECW in 1995, um, starting off by attacking the public enemy on a show called Barbed Wire Hoodies and Chokeslams, which is an incredible name for a wrestling show. Uh, and then he just went on to a massive run with ECW, staying there all the way through to when they closed their doors in 2001, including he was three-time tag team champions there. Um, so hit big heights in ECW, but also a lot of controversy as well, obviously. Um, like we can't talk about New Jack without thinking about the sort of mass transit incident and things like that, but we won't get into those here. Uh, after ECW, he wrestled for XPW and had very brief runs in TNA, but because of his hardcore nature, let's say, never quite made it into WWE or anything like that. Uh, but he will go down. I mean, it's a very controversial, very, I mean, you just, as in terms of New Jack, everybody knows New Jack from the ECW days. He'll, he's, he'll go down in history uh, from that as, as also one of the greatest promos of all time. He was absolutely fantastic. He would made it very, very, very easy to believe in what he was saying. Um, 
so yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. Obviously, our thoughts go out to his friends and uh, and family at this time. And yeah, thoughts go out for New Jack. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, like you said, you can't really talk about him without addressing both sides of the man and like what he brought to the table as a, as a performer, as a character as well. And like you said, you look at some of the the promos that he cut, especially in the Smoky Mountain days, and they just. They, they hold up today they're so compelling some of his work but there are yeah. obviously the times in his career where he went a little too far and it's it's. I think you have to fully just not embrace that as a character like as the character of the man and everything else but it's just you have to just approach that and just be like right that's that's what his legacy is it's, it's both yeah. sides of it you just have to accept both of them but yeah like you said just thoughts and feelings go out to, to his family right now I will um, say as well like I actually when I was a kid like tape traded ECW footage because my uh, sister had Sky so she'd take like Raw and Smackdown and things for me and I'd swap it with a friend in school for ECW tapes and I loved New Jack as a kid mainly because he terrified me <laughs> it was absolute kid you never knew what that guy was going to do. So I absolutely loved him back then. I highly recommend you go and seek out the Dark Side of the Ring documentary about him. Uh, he's also on Beyond the Map, which is a fantastic documentary as well if you haven't seen that. So there's a lot of things out there. Uh, but yeah, do go and watch some of his stuff in Smoky Mountain Wrestling because boy, howdy, did he get some heat from those, those Southern Americans. Uh, way ahead of his time, like I say, some incredible stuff down there. And speaking of a team that, that, that are ahead of the time in just underappreciated in their own time at this point, Tamina and Natalia. Yeah, there Ain't you go. That's a team. Tamina. <laughs> exactly. Ain't nobody Mina. Uh, they, they are not appreciated in their own time, in Bob my opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, they, they had a big moment on SmackDown last night. They, uh, they, they became the new... Women's Tag Team Champions. It happened. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax lost their belts. Like they, they held. This was their second reign with the titles, and that reign lasted for 103 days. But before that, their their previous reign lasted 112 days. So there was like a slight detour, obviously, with Charlotte Flair and Asuka got the belts for a little bit. But really, we just put it all together. That's like a 200 plus day reign between them. So yay them. Uh, now the, 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 the word in the street is they're probably going to go their separate ways now, which is great. If Shayna Baszler gets something fun to do and becomes an absolute killer, and Nia Jax Fixed just Shana doesn't Baszler. hurt anyone. Please fix Shayna Baszler. Yes, please. Uh, but with, with Natalia and Tamina, it's great for them. They cut a cool little promo afterwards that was really heartfelt. And Tamina was just like, I did it. This is her first major title that she's won in WWE. We're not going to talk about 24-7 championship because that thing is just... <laughs> Bad Bunny traded it for a smoking uh, smoke skull belt thing. It's not, it's not a thing. It's not real. We're not having it. So that was her first major championship since signing of like joining WWE back in 2010. So that's 11 years she's had to wait for this major title. And you could see it. You could see it on her face. She was over the moon. She was cheering, she was doing the old snooker sign. So, what the future holds for them as a team, we're not sure yet. We're not obviously they can go over to Raw and defend the belts. Maybe they could go to NXT as veterans and have matches with them that have like a championship versus championship match for the women's tag type. We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen in the future. But for now, it was a nice feel-good moment, and yeah, it's official. Ain't nobody meaner. Absolutely. You talk about people who have been overlooked for a long time and never really had an opportunity to show what they can do and, and like put themselves out there like Tamina's there for 11 years most of those years probably just kind of acting as some kind of bodyguard figure um in like two match two minute matches standing at the side so it's good to see her finally get a moment alongside Natalia and yeah hopefully that means they can sort out Shayna Baszler for one separate the women's tag team championships from the main championships and get them separate and get multiple layers of storylines throughout the shows rather than just 
piling everything into one and let's fix this situation now. I've got an opportunity to do something better. Um, but yeah, speaking of WWE, we've got a bunch of return rumours. The first one coming from a Den of Geek interview with John Cena. He was asked, um, like, if you return, like, how do you top something for, like the Firefly Funhouse? Uh, and he was talking about how he loved doing the Firefly Funhouse. Loved it because it was such an open book and like when he asked people what it, like, what it was, they were like, we don't really know. And so he saw that as a fantastic opportunity and a challenge to do something different. And I mean, look at what they created in the end, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, but when talking about sort of his position in uh, WWE and if he was going to return, um, he said, I always found a real sense of satisfaction contributing where I could because I know that the idea of the sense of complacency within performers is high and they always want to be at the top spot and there is only one top spot. But I believe, I believe any spot is a chance to contribute. So it won't be about that. It will simply be if there is an enthralling and correct continuation of the narrative. I really, really want to get back to WWE. I really want audiences to get back to WWE. Heck, I'm with everybody, I think, around the world saying I just want the world to get back to normal. But these are interesting times and I have a lot of interesting opportunities at my feet. And I really do appreciate the WWE universe understanding that after so many years. Um, and then he goes on to talk about what he will do if he does come back and he says it won't be about topping a Firefly Funhouse match. The first question I'll ask is why and the next question I'll ask is where do we go after that? And if I get I don't know to both of those, that's cool too because that means I get to come up with my own thing. So John Cena very much thinking about getting back involved with WWE and also not necessarily as a top spot, just as a spot with a story that makes sense, where he has a, a, a logical story that can continue on to something afterwards, which I think is a very, very smart way of looking at the comeback, rather than just saying, uh, like, put straight in at the top spot and do one match and then leave or whatever. I don't think he's interested in things like that anymore. Yeah, I, I like the idea of him coming back and having, like you said, like a continuation. We, we can't just have what happened in the Firefly Funhouse, uh, just this, just, I don't know, him going off into a black hole and disappearing yeah. for a year and a half and then just going yeah. back like, hey guys, do, 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 do. Yeah, WWE will probably, well, they have done that in the past and they, they just kind of write these things off and pretend they never happened. But you can tell Cena doesn't want that. He's trying to, yeah. at this point in his career, in his wrestling career, if you want to, like, at this point, moment in time, he wants to be so selective because it's just, it's it's closing, like, winding down the legacy, you could say. You, you yeah. can afford to be so specific with what he wants to do. And like you say, that doesn't mean that he has to be at the top of the car trying to chase that last world title. I feel like that will probably become a thing whether he wants to do that or not. I think WWE will just see that as a golden opportunity to just do a thing. So I think that may like get thrown into the mix at some point, maybe this year, maybe next year. We're not sure as long as he can still go. He's still looking absolutely shredded. Like the guy is kept in ridiculous shape. Just is like you can tell he just lives and breathes working out like a madman. And... It's a weird one, because over his last couple of interviews that he's done, he's been saying things like, oh, WrestleMania's going to go on without Cena, doesn't need, we've proved we don't need John Cena at WrestleMania and all this stuff. So he's sent the audience down one path, and then he posts a thing on Instagram with the WWE logo, and then he does this. So he's, he's just keeping us on his toe, is it? On, the, on, his, on our toes, sorry. It's very confusing. John Cena just gets me very discombobulated. I will it's, say, I wouldn't take anything on John Cena's Instagram account at, at, at face value. If you look through that thing, it is mental. It's nuts, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something you just don't want to get too deep into. Your, your brain will <laughs> melt. It's like actually sitting through the Firefly Funhouse again. So we Speaking won't, we won't of uh, Instagram, that. though, as well, just a little thing. Um, Becky Lynch popped 
up in an Instagram post posted by Dead Boys Fitness just in the background training again. Uh, it's always like sparking the little rumours of a possible return. You've got to say the women's division would uh, be screaming out for a, a Becky Lynch return at this point for something a little bit new. So it's one of them with that. Becky Lynch where I feel like they're going to try and put that off as much as they can until we can get a live audience of full capacity crowd because think yeah, of that. Pop, it's got to be a big yeah. like. Just to have her come out to a Thunderdome pop, it just oh, it'd break my heart, to be honest. So I want yeah. I want Becky to hold it off, get absolutely ripped in the gym like she looked like she was getting shredded anyway. So yep. just get in the best condition possible and have come back. A man, come back. Yeah. She's just had a baby as well. Give us I more know, time. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> uh, but our last little piece we've got here right now is, um, is to do with the other company, the other rival company. It's AEW, <gasps> the other team. And a person who was once with WWE very recently, and he's left, that's Andrade. He was apparently in talks to sign with All Elite Wrestling. This is according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Dave Meltzer has reported this. There's not really much beyond that. It's a very short report. It's just like, yep, they're talking to him. Not really sure what they've said or where he's at with it, if he's considering it, if not. But one of the, the big takeaways recently was the fact that he appeared for AAA earlier this month and he challenged AEW World Champion Kenny Omega to a mega championship match because obviously he's the AAA mega champion as well. So that's a thing that's happening. So potentially, like Kenny, I don't think Kenny's officially responded to that at this moment but that could be a thing that could happen in the very near future and that could sow some seeds for a relationship with AEW whether he would join like full-time and be a, a full-time member of the roster or just come in and work a few dates and work all over the shop for AAA he seems like he's just weighing up everything right now he's got his first major appearance in I think a, a month or so I think he's got his first appearance in a, a big tag team multiple man tag team match so Andrade's hot property, all right? So he's not going to just jump into anything. He's got all these companies that are just going to be bending over backwards to work with him. And if he is just in talks, I think that's the wise thing to do. Just see, just see what the world is, has to offer you, Andrade. Yeah, absolutely. Take your time. There's no need to rush into anything. But I will say Andrade versus Kenny Omega. Guys, money right there. That's a match I really, really would like to see at some point. Um, but at the same time, don't see Kenny dropping that belt for a while. <laughs> On impact, he was there wearing all three, and it just looks incredible. It looks so stupid and great, and he needs to keep them for a long time. But yeah, Andrade, the world is his oyster at this point. Um, so yeah, take your time, find the deal that's right for you. And yeah, just yeah, take your time. You've got, you've got all the upside in the world. Um, but yeah, that was the news for today. No Twitter questions because my battery is about to die. So we should wrap up this video before it does because I've not plugged my laptop in like an idiot. Um, so yeah, I have been Phil Chambers. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilMyChambers and you can follow Gareth at fullycharged.gmorgan04. <laughs> and you can follow uh, all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. And most importantly, go and have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.